morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is for you that you're listening to the show. Uh, welcome to the Content Marketing Playbook. I'm your host, Josh Culler with Color Media. And on this episode, we're going to be talking about produced versus raw content. And I'll kind of go through and explain the differences between the two, but more than likely you already know what the difference is. Uh, but I want to I want to kind of settle this dispute because a lot of people think that you need produce uh, content in order to, um, you know, get any traction with content or you need um, only raw content. I know I met people that like they don't even believe in produce content. They're like, oh yeah, just film everything with your cell phone and, you know, record your podcast with your mic on your cell phone and that kind of thing. And so I kind of want to go through and dissect this and figure out with you guys What's going to be the best option for you? Is there a specific dosage of either one, uh, what the differences are and all that good stuff. So before we get into it, if you haven't already, I would much appreciate for you to subscribe to the podcast. So if that's relevant to you, then it's probably because this is either your first episode or you just haven't subscribed. So I would much appreciate a, a, a subscription for you. And then if you um, are on Apple Podcasts, head back over to the homepage after you're done listening to this episode. Leave me a five-star review or whatever review you feel is fit. I'm open to constructive criticism. We're about uh, nine, 10 episodes in at this point. And so I'm open to any suggestions that you guys have. I'm just here to deliver value on specifically content marketing uh, because there's a lot of podcasts out there that are built around just marketing in general, and they talk about all topics. But this podcast is specifically for content marketing, and I'm 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 actually looking at a list I've got it pulled up on my computer of like 60 topics to go through for the rest of the year. So there's a, a, a plenty of topics to talk about with this. So <laughs> uh, make sure you guys subscribe. Uh, these podcasts go out every single week, and I would much appreciate that. And then if you have questions further about any of these topics or anything outside of this please do not hesitate to shoot me an email, josh at colormedia.com, colored spelled C-U-L-L-E-R. Shoot me an email, ask any questions that you have. Let me know some feedback on these episodes. If you have any suggestions or whatever topics you wanna hear talk about, that would be pretty cool. I've already had a few people reach out to me and so that's uh, good to hear. So let's get into the topic for today. So produced versus raw content. Let me explain the difference between the two first and then my thoughts on what you should be doing between the two, or should you not do any raw content? Should you not do any produced content? Let's get into it. So the first thing is, what are the differences? Produced content is going to be specifically where you are, um, let me see if I can frame this up right. So let's just say that you know you got Netflix. So Netflix, all the content that's on there besides documentary videos are produced content. Those documentary videos are obviously produced, but the actual content inside of that that movie is raw content. So it's not like you're planning it out. So one of the biggest differences, produced content is gonna be where you're planning it out. So for instance, this podcast right now, uh, it's not like I'm you know in the car headed to the airport and I'm recording this on audio. Uh, you know, on my phone or whatever. No, that's not, that's raw, con that would be raw content. But the way I'm doing it right now is produced content to where I have a mic set up, I've got Adobe Audition running right now where all this audio is feeding into it so you get nice, clean, crisp audio. And then it's going to, you know, after after I'm done recording this, I'm going to add an intro uh, music and, and, and all that good stuff, outro music and all that good stuff and then uh, distribute it. So that's a production, that's produced content. And then specifically video, you know, you've got produced content. The way I look at it is when you have somebody that has a camera and they're filming you, whether it's with lights, camera action, or they're just walking around with you 
and then they're going to produce the content for you, which means that they're going to edit the video, they're going to add music, add video wrappers, color grade, jump cuts, all that stuff, and then distribute it for you. So that's what produced content is. Raw content is kind of directly related to your cell phone, right? Um, I think that's more along the lines of what raw content is nowadays, especially, is where you whip out your phone, you go Facebook Live from your phone, and the, you use the speaker, the, the mic that's on your phone, um, and then you're recording video like that. That would be raw content. So that's pretty simple to explain. It's where it's not produced. It's just going out as is and nothing's happening. So I like to relate this to uh, real estate because a very, very large audience of mine is going to be real estate investors or real estate professionals and a very large percentage of my clients, actually all my clients are uh, real estate professionals, but a very large percentage are real estate investors specifically. So let's just take, and everybody knows, you know, the HGTV stuff. So let's just take, for instance, a house. So you have a house that you just put under contract. You've got the, you, you bought the deal and now you're going to fix and flip it and you're going to make it a whole new thing and you're going to put it out that way. That would be produced content because it's a produced um, product that you're doing, which is the, the actual house. Raw content would be you buy the house and you don't do anything to it. You just wholesale it. So that's raw. It's still an asset, it's still something that you have that's going to bring value, but you're not doing anything to the house. You're not producing the house. You're just putting it on the market as is. That would be the biggest difference. All right, now let's talk about which one you should do. So the very short and simple answer that I can give you is a dosage of both. Now, I'm kind of correlating this to somebody that's already at a level where they can um, you know, have somebody that can produce content for them, whether you can hire it out or um, you want to mentor somebody or give them the opportunity to just get some experience under their belt. Well, cool. That's produced content. And I think that you should have a dosage of both. Now, there's obviously variables. So if you're somebody that is just getting into the game, you just started marketing, maybe you're a brand new business owner and you want to do content marketing, but you don't have the, the revenue in order to be able to pay somebody to do it for you. I always 100% of the time believe in starting with raw content. I don't think that people understand the, um, you know, and, and I don't want to scare you off and say that, you know, producing content is like an insane process. And it obviously depends on the type of content you're looking to get. So the, the actual like value of it, the actual aesthetics of it. But when it comes down to it, if you are just getting started and you've never done content before, do not invest $10,000 into equipment and hiring somebody and spending so much time trying to figure out Adobe uh, Photoshop and Adobe Premiere Pro and Audition. Like, don't do that. Do it the most raw way that you can because what's going to happen, and you go back to my previous episode uh, from last week, I talked about relevance. If your actual content, not the actual production of it, but the content itself, whatever it is you're saying in the video, if that's relevant to your audience, they will listen to it regardless of the fact that you have lights on you or you have a better focus on your face and you have bokeh in the background and that kind of thing. Like, That's not going to matter to somebody if you're actually delivering great content. Now, at a higher stage, once you you know get to another level where you can hire somebody to do the full production for you, you need to do that. You need to delegate that because as a business owner, it shouldn't be your responsibility to do that. You need to pass that along, whether that's hiring a virtual assistant to produce 
videos for you or have somebody follow you around um, for a full day or whatever. Like you need to find that for somebody to do that for you. But when you're first starting off, you have to do raw content because here's what happens. And here's kind of the progression of what goes down. You get into it, you get all hyped, you get the camera, you know, you get your, you know, Canon Rebel uh, T7i, and then you get a, you know, a shotgun microphone, or you get a, maybe you even get a lapel mic. Um, you get a tripod, you start filming video, and you're like all gung ho about it for a full week, and you dislike video. So you hate video, you hate being on it. And you're like, uh, this kind of sucks. I'm not comfortable with it. And you push through a full week, and then you start to sizzle out. So you do five videos in one week, and then the next week you do three. And then the next week you do three and then you do two and then you do one. And then you're like, I completely forgot about it. That is literally the, that is literally the progression of most of my clients. So a lot of my clients that I have brought on, they've brought me on because they've tried to do content, produced content themselves and didn't get anywhere with it. One, because they didn't have the time two because they didn't have the know-how three, because they didn't want to do it. <laughs> um, and I think three was a, a kind of a combination of, uh, you know, the, t- the first two, which is they didn't have time. They didn't know how to do it. So they didn't want to do it. So because of that, that directly tells me that people don't want to produce content. They know that they need it, but they don't want to do it, which is completely understandable, which just tells me do more raw content. And the end all be all answer for you guys is that, I would rather you do raw content where it's something where you're just filming video on your phone and you're just you're just filming away and then you just, you know, no mic, no nothing, there's wind in the background, there's a car honking their horn. I would rather you do that kind of content than nothing at all. And that's the reality of it. So the short the the answer to all of this is do start with raw content and get good at that. And then once you get to a point where you're getting traction with your raw content, now step your game up, send send your videos to a VA on Upwork and have them produce it for you. Have them add video wrappers and music and, and do jump cuts so that you get all your ums and ahs out in the dead space and all that. And hire a virtual assistant for you know eight to $10 an hour to do video for you to produce the video. And then you're good to go. And then when you get to another level, then you can hire somebody like myself and I can come to your site to shoot video with you for a full day, load up 30 to 40 videos. I'll come back, produce the videos, edit them and distribute them for you. So for a full month's worth of content, you only have eight hours worth of your time into it and you didn't have to buy equipment and you didn't have to learn everything on your own. Hey, that was a shameless plug, but that's the reality of it. That's the, that's the destination where you wanna be, but you gotta start, you gotta start somewhere. And the reality of it is, guys, is that every single person starts at zero. You look at guys like Gary Vaynerchuk, who who puts out an insane amount of content every single day. If you go back to his very first video, it was terrible. It sucked horribly. Like it was, it was for a wine library TV, and the camera zooms in on his face, like really slow, and you could tell that it was like jumping too. And then um, words come across the screen on his face. You can't even see his face, and like it was, a, it was a disaster. But he started from zero. And he went to number one and then he went to number two. Then he went to number three and then he got better. And by number 50, number 100, the, the quality of the videos just amped up. They got better. And that's naturally how it happens. So you will, if you do raw content, you will naturally get better at it. And then over time you can start producing it and then producing it more. And then you don't even have to do it yourself. You don't even have to hold the camera. You don't even have to hold your phone in order to record something. So, um, yeah, so that's, that's what I got for you guys. It's a very, kind of philosophical answer for you. I know it's not something tangible, uh, but I guess one thing that I could give you that's tangible 
is, and I think I skimmed over it earlier in the episode here, but if you are a person that, you know, you know, you need content, you don't want to film your own stuff. You don't want to produce your own stuff. Go to Facebook and just type in, just create a status that says, Hey, I'm looking for somebody to, that wants to get some experience and kind of intern for me to do video for me. Cause here's the reality of it is I, all the, all the people that I talk to, you know, young kids that want to get into video, I tell them all the time, work for free because working for free is going to get you far more education than a school, than, than any kind of school can do. And guys, listen, I, I, I mean, I talk about, you guys hear how much I talk about content marketing and, and marketing in general and business. I never went to school for any of this stuff. It was just me doing it and getting experience. So that's your leverage point. Find somebody, find a kid, find a high school kid or a college kid that wants to learn how to do video and do video production and video editing. Give them the opportunity to follow you around, film you, and give them the opportunity to get it, the videos produced, send them back to you, and then you say, yeah, I like this, but you could do this. Or this, is, this looks good, but can you add this to it? And get to that point. That's a really good tip for some people is that I just find somebody that wants some experience under their belt and then you'll be good. And if you, if you need help convincing them, shoot me an email, loop me in with the person that is thinking about interning for you and I'll sell it to them. <laughs> so, uh, that's what I got for you guys today. That's the value that I can bring you. So, uh, again, if you have questions, if you have any questions about this topic specifically or anything else, feel free to reach out to me. Please don't hesitate. Josh at colormedia.com is my email. Color spelled C-U-L-L-E-R. So josh at colormedia.com. And if you are on Apple Podcasts, head back over, give me a review. I would much appreciate that. And, you know, that would be just wonderful. Just absolutely wonderful of you to do that. So um, I didn't have anything else to say, so I just went back into that. (laughs) Uh, But thank you so much for listening in today's episode. I look forward to seeing you guys next week. Have a wonderful week. And remember, produce content at scale. Make it happen. Reach out to me if you've got questions. See you guys later.